Hey everybody, welcome to another side-by-side -side interview. Today I get the privilege of interviewing uh, one of my favorite people on the planet. Her name is Mandy Schostrom. She is a consultant for a national insurance company um, and I have been looking forward to this side-by-side uh, -side for a while. I'm going to put that done. Thank you. That was loud. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. So listen, here's what I wanted to talk with you about. Um, I've been knowing you for several years now. I know you and your sons and um, you guys are so connected, so, so um, involved in the church here at Hamilton Mill. Uh, you're very much a part of not just the team, but a part of that group of people that we, we know are, are bought into the vision and what God is doing up here. But what I also know is um, in front of your name, there's not the title pastor, reverend, bishop, priest. <laughs> there, there's none of that. Um, but yet you are in every definition, one of the leaders in the church. And I, I wanted to talk with you about how you're able to do that, how you're able to be as influential as you are, how you're able to be as um, significant of a role in the church that you have, but you don't have the title of church leader. And surely this translates to every avenue of what we do, you know, how to talk to us about how you lead before you get the title of leader. So being a leader before you become a leader is about demonstrating those leadership qualities. Yeah. It's it's not acting. I don't like that word. Demonstrating. Yeah. Exhibiting. Proving that you can be that leader because you're going to have influence. You have to lead by example. Mm -hmm. You have to be doing those things before you ever get that promotion. That's good. Um, you've gotta you've gotta realize that you gotta be faithful with a little before you're given more. Yeah. Um, You've just, you've got to, you got to prepare. Yeah. You have to be able to self-improve. You have to recognize your weaknesses. You got to know what your blind spots are. Mm -hmm. And you have to be able to put those in the to be worked on category. <laughs> and they're not always easy. Uh, but there's, there's a lot that goes into preparing for being a leader. And only a part of it's demonstrating because once you, once you get there, you, you have to recognize that you have the influence. You have yeah. to recognize that what you do, whether you're the leader in that situation or not, is going to influence others. And you always have to be on that leadership point. Yeah. So it's preparing for what you don't quite have yet, right. spending the time privately, uh, developing some of those skills. And then once you get there, recognizing, wow, I'm here. It turns out I am the most influential person in the room. Uh, what do you do then? What do you do when you look up and folks are looking to you for what do we do? And you know, this is work. This is church. This is, this is family. What do you do when you look up at that moment and you're the one people are asking questions to? Yeah, you try not to scream out loud. <laughs> uh, so my own journey is that I was, I was literally plucked I did not see myself as a, as a leader. Yeah. I didn't. I was plucked out of children's ministry and told, hey, you look like you'd be a great leader. We need you to lead this group. And I was like, whoa. That's awesome. That's awesome. Me? Even to this day, like when you ask me to lead things, mm -hmm. I'm like, whoa. 
are you are you sure are you sure you got the right person because I'm not so sure um so yeah it sort of happens it sort of happens it does sort of happen and you've got to realize that you're in a race mm-hmm. you're in a race that's going to take strength and it's going to take endurance and it's going to take patience and it's going to take perseverance yeah. and you have to continually prepare yourself so once you get in that role and once you're leading you know one of my favorite stories in the bible is about moses and it talks about how when he's holding up his rod the israelites are winning yeah. but when he lets his rod down the israelites start losing yeah and it takes Aaron and her holding up his arms and That's helping good. him yeah. to get through that. And when you become that leader, you have to recognize that you're going to need help. Yeah. You're either going to need to have an Aaron and a her in your life who are holding up your arms, or you're going to have to be the Aaron and the her holding right. up other people's arms. That's good. You're not the leader, but you are the one that people are looking to in the moment. How do you lead as they would like how do you make decisions and keep things moving but still be in submission to the person that's actually yes. you know in charge actually what I was gonna yeah say. how do you do that so leading in those situations you have to recognize who the leader is mm-hmm. whether it be Jesus or it be the person who is actually in charge of the situation right. you have to be a good steward of the vision that they have already cast down for you yeah um, you have to be the example. You have to be the positive person. Yeah. You have to be the one who's willing to get in there and get your hands dirty. Mm-hmm. You have to be the one who is constantly streaming that voice of reason and being rational and yeah. not letting emotion get in the way because there's going to be those moments. There's going to be the moments when people want to quit. Mm-hmm. There's going to be the moments where people get in the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you always have to be the one who keeps the team moving, who keeps everyone together. You have to be that driving force. When, when you were asked, when you were tapped on the shoulder and said, hey, we, we think you could be great for this, the occasional email from me that says, hey, I think you could help me out with this. Um, what keeps you saying yes when you, when you feel like, but surely there's someone else what about this other person? And again, you find yourself in those situations where you're being asked to step in. What what keeps you saying yes? What keeps me saying yes is, is acknowledging that leadership is a calling. And once you receive that call, you have to recognize what, what's within you. Yeah. If God's called you to it, he's going to sustain you through it. That's good. He's going to, whether it's in your own strength or within his strength, you you keep saying the yeses, you be the steward, you be the faithful with the little, and it's going to keep multiplying. It's going to keep going, and he's going to help you. He's going to keep you through it. Um, I just, honestly, I don't see it as an option. Well, so it's, God can ask me to do something, and me saying, me saying no, that's just not really, it's just not really an option. It's not an option. It's disobedience. And I don't, I definitely don't want to be in this disobedience. So when, when you're presented with that opportunity, you're presented with something and you know, this is maybe outside of your wheelhouse. It's outside of what you're comfortable with. You know, the cliche term, the, uh, the comfort zone. 
what's your gauge between uh, this is something that's going to stretch me and this is something that really I have no business getting involved in. Like, where's that line? going to prepare you for it. You're going to know. Before those situations come up, he's going to give you an inkling. Yeah, he, he's going to set something in your heart. And when that opportunity arises, you might not want to. Everything inside of you might be screaming no. Right. But you know. You heard. You know deep within you. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't heard, if you don't know that this is something even just a, the smallest glimpse of it is something that the Lord has for you, yeah. then that might be something that you have to take back. Mm -hmm. Because saying yes every single time is not the answer. Right. It's saying yes to the things that the Lord has given you and put upon you and called you to do. That's so good. So what would you say, as we're probably gonna be back soon, what, what would you say to the person that is right now facing one of those I feel like God is telling me to do this thing. I'm just not sure. I don't know if I'm the right person. I don't know if it's me. What do you say to that person right now? You have to be Peter. You have to step out of the boat. You have to walk in faith. You have to know that if God has called you to it, he's going to sustain you through it. That you have to say yes. He's going to guide you through it. He's going to put the Aaron or the her in your life that's going to help you through it. Yeah. And when you say that yes, you're going to be amazed at what's on the other side of it. That's good. You got to get out the boat. I think it was uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe uh, maybe a couple weeks ago now, we were listening to uh, Pastor Dennis. And you, you're not going to learn how to swim unless you get in the water. That's right. Mandy, thank you. I knew this would be awesome. Thanks for coming by the podcast. I, I do appreciate it. Thank you. For everyone listening, hopefully something Mandy has said um, helps you as you are leading his leaders. Thanks, everyone.